This podcast is for professional voice teachers to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want. I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. Hey, voice teacher, welcome back to another episode of the Voicepreneur Podcast. Oh my gosh, I am like the best mood right now. And let me tell you why real quick. It has been a freaking crazy season. I don't know about you. I don't know how your fall season was this year in 2022. But mine was nuts, and I feel like the universe just was throwing all kinds of curveballs at me that made it really hard for me to get into a flow, into a groove, into normalcy. And I don't know if I'm going to call today normal, but I'm going to call today a win because of two reasons. Number one, my kid is in daycare all day. There were no accidents. No one got sick. There was no emergency. Nothing happened. He was there all day long. I had the whole house to myself and it is snowing. And it is like, uh, I just, I love the snow out here in Colorado. And I don't know if it's like the snow or if it's the trees or if it's the blue sky or the, I don't know, the combination of everything. My house is surrounded by mountains and red rocks and evergreen trees where they are green all year round and they just look beautiful. So, I'm feeling a lot of gratitude today, and I'm feeling just a lot of good vibes. So I'm excited about this topic, and it's a perfect piggyback off of last week's episode all about memberships and courses. So if you haven't gone and listened to that, go and check that out because it'll make a lot more sense. (laughs) Or you can listen to that after this episode, but these two definitely go hand in hand. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is because... One of my clients asked this question, and I thought, perfect question for the podcast. Let's talk about it. Here was what her question was. How do I know I'm ready to create a course or a membership? I've been teaching for a few years now, and I feel like I'm getting into a groove with my unique way of teaching, but is that enough to make a course? This is such a great question because I feel like a lot of voice teachers have this question. I get this question a lot in my DMs from clients all over the place. The question is, when am I ready, right? How do I know I'm ready? I've been doing this for a little bit, but I just don't know. Okay, so here's how you're going to know that you are ready. You need to be able to answer these key questions. I'm going to ask you three really important questions and we'll talk about them. And you can always refer back to this episode anytime that you are thinking through how to create a course or membership and whether or not it's right for you. So question number one, what problem are you trying to solve? What is the problem that you are trying to solve? Now, we talked a lot about this in the last episode, specifically around the fact that courses and memberships need to have results. They need to have solutions. They need to be results and solution based, right? But here's something that I want to touch on today, specifically around this question of what problem are you trying to solve? So here's something I want you to consider. And this is, (laughs) I've been thinking a lot about this because um, it's really relevant in my life with my back injury. So here's what I've been thinking about. 
people buy treatment more than they buy preventatives. I'm going to say that one more time. It is so important. So if you are driving or walking or wherever you are at, listen up. People are way more likely to buy treatments than they are to buy preventatives. And let's get even deeper. People are more likely to buy preventatives after they've been treated. Okay, this is so important to know as a business owner. So let's back up for just a hot sec. And here's an example of what I'm talking about. For my back injury, I've been going through this for a few months now. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out a couple of episodes back where I talk about why I disappeared. (laughs) And it was truthfully because of my back injury. So what I've been going through with my back has been really fascinating to me because there are two points that I feel like we go through when we experience something hard and we have a problem and we are trying to solve it, right? So here's the first part. The first part is that I'm in pain, right? I'm in chronic pain. I have sciatic nerve pain that is like unbelievably awful. (laughs) And then I have hip and back and SI joint pain, right? So when we are in pain, what is the very first thing that we want? We want relief. We want relief. It doesn't matter what type of pain it is. It can be physical. It can be mental. It can be emotional. Any type of pain that anybody feels, we just want relief. And that is pointing us in the direction towards the solution, right? So when I was in this type of back pain, I was looking for relief first. I was looking for a treatment. I was looking for anything to help me feel a little bit better. Now, I don't take painkillers and I have a whole thing about that. So my pain relief personally is CBD. I love CBD and it is really, really powerful for the type of thing that I do. And that was the first thing that I bought. I was like, where's all the CBD? Give me the most potent thing you got. So that's the first thing, our treatments, right? I'm not necessarily looking for preventatives because I need relief first, I need relief first. I'm not going to be thinking about how to prevent my back pain if all I'm thinking about is how do I not have back pain, (laughs) right? How do I get out of this situation? So then the second part of this experience has been more of that preventative side. This is like later in my recovery, right? When I'm not feeling that acute pain anymore and thank God I am in that spot now in my recovery where I'm not feeling that acute pain anymore so I can talk about it. And right now I am very much in this phase of preventative slash strengthening, right? Like I'm still recovering, of course. I'm still getting core strength back and I'm getting, you know, the muscle toning back in my my quads and in my hamstrings, all the things that were basically going haywire during my injury. That's fine. But ultimately, I'm now ready to invest in preventatives because I have a different mindset. My mindset is not get me the hell out of this pain. It's what can I do to never feel this again? (laughs) And that is a big difference. This is a big difference as a business owner. And this is something I see all the time as a voice teacher. I see it with tons and tons of voice teachers. So here's a few examples of what I've seen. Vocal health guides self-love practices for the performer, warm-ups for healthy singing, journaling prompts for the singer. (laughs) And look, I love all of these things. Don't get me wrong. They're wonderful, wonderful things. 
But there's a key problem here. They're not super specific. That's the first thing. And the second thing is that they're not super results oriented. And, you know, those kind of go hand in hand, right? Like we need to know why we are doing these things. Those types of things, vocal health guides, warm-ups for healthy singing, those are, in my mind, a little bit more on the preventative scale rather than the treatment scale. And remember that people are way more likely to buy treatments first. So when we are thinking about this, we're thinking, okay, what's the problem that I'm trying to solve with this vocal health guide or with these warm-ups for healthy singing, right? We're always thinking about what is the thing that we want to help them experience or feel or do? (laughs) What do they want to do? So here is how you can reframe this going back to those same examples that we were just talking about. So number one, the vocal health guide. What if it was a vocal health guide for when you lose your voice? That is specific, right? That is like, oh crap, I lost my voice. I need to get it back, right? Treatment. (laughs) Perfect. That is solving a very specific problem that someone has. Here's another one. Self-love practices for audition season. Or maybe you even want to go there and say something along the lines of self-love practices to heal from rejection. Because that actually I think would be really interesting to see, right? It's like, hey, you know what? It's audition season. You're probably going to get a lot of rejection letters. So here's some self-love practices on how to navigate through that because it's okay. It's totally normal. And you are not a crappy performer or a crappy singer because you got rejected, right? So that is a treatment. You see how that's a treatment now and not necessarily a preventative. So hopefully you can here and visualize how specific this is. This is solving a specific problem and it's using your modalities to help solve that problem. So going back to that original question, what is the problem that you are trying to solve? That is key. If you know what it is that you are trying to solve, that is super helpful. (laughs) Which leads me to the next question. Does your ideal student desire this solution. This is a big one. And this requires a little bit of research because I just got to say this. I'm going to say it. I'm going to be real. Just because you think that you have a brilliant course or membership idea doesn't mean it will sell. We've talked about this before, but I just want to bring it home here. You know, like I think we all get really addicted to our own ideas, but we have to do our research first. And really all this means is just getting into the minds and the hearts and the souls of our ideal students. So what are the problems that they have? What are the problems that they face? What are their pain points, right? What are the things that they are struggling with and what do they ultimately want? What do they really want? This is so important because it's one thing to be like, I want to be a better singer. I mean, yeah, no shit. Everybody wants to be a better singer. That's not specific enough. Why? Why do they want to be a better singer? What is the ultimate want? What is the ultimate desire? I always remind the clients that I work with how lucky we are to be able to work with our clients rather than try to guess who they are and try to guess what it is that they want and need. I mean, like, 
seriously think about this for a second. If you have a product-based business or maybe you have a brick-and-mortar business like a shop, they don't get that same type of relationship with their clients, right? They're sending out forms and surveys and all those annoying spammy things that you get in your email because they're trying to get to know their people and they have no other way of getting to know them except through those formats. You have people. You see them every week. You see them all the time. So all you have to do is ask. Be hyper-observant and ask and listen and just pay attention, you know, really pay attention and try to get deep with this. Try to really think deeply about why people want the things that they want. It's really, really cool when you can actually just leverage and utilize the students that you already have. I'm going on a tangent. Okay. (laughs) So that's really, really key is just making sure that your ideal student desires the solution that you offer them. You want to make sure that it is sellable, right? Like if you create a program where they're like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I may be interested in that, but I don't know. You didn't quite hit it, right? Like we want to create a program where they look at that and they're like, thank God you made that. I need that so bad. That is exactly what I've been looking for. (laughs) That is so important. So make sure that you know that your ideal student wants the solution that you are offering. Okay, here's the final very important question to ask yourself. Why do you want to make an online course or a membership? Why do you want to do it? Do you want to do it because I talk about it all the time? Do you want to do it because you see people on Instagram doing it? Do you want to do it because why? Like, what is your intention? This is so important and it's probably the most important thing. I mean, yes, the other two components are how you actually like sell it and make sure that it is worth your time, that you're not just wasting your time because you feel like you have to. But Really, like, I'm going to be real, creating an online course or a membership takes work. It takes, <laughs> okay, I, I, like, people freak out about the word work, and it's like, okay, let's talk about work. What is work? All work is is commitment. That's all it is. Work is commitment, and anything that is hard is just hard because you've never done it before. And that's all it is. So if you say to yourself, I'm going to commit to this, and I've never done it before, but I'm going to learn as I go. That is the hard work. You're doing it. You're doing the hard work. And it's actually really fun. Like, it can be very fun, right? If you have the right intention, if your intention is in alignment with your heart and your soul, you can make this process really, really fun. So it's ultimately got to come back to your vision. What is your vision? How is this online course or membership going to support your vision? Is it that you want to have more time with your kids and so you want to be able to have a course that just makes money on its own and you don't really want to work that hard for it except for to be posting on, you know, social media, to be marketing for it, but then spending all the rest of your time with your family and your kids? Or maybe it's that you want to create a membership that has tens of thousands of people in it because you have a really, really strong message that you want to get across to people. You have a big purpose and you have something really important to share. Maybe you want to do something like that. So what I'm saying here is that your vision is everything. Your vision is the root 
of everything. And you will not be able to sustain the hard work that goes into creating an online course or a membership if you don't have a strong why in your heart. So keep that in mind when you are creating an online course or a membership that it's so, so important to have a vision. You gotta have a vision. What is your ideal vision? And how can an online course or a membership support that vision? So I would love to hear from you, truly. I think this is a really interesting conversation. I feel like a lot of voice teachers are talking about, you know, educating in this way and building our businesses in this way. But we just, you know, I want to clarify some things and make sure that we're on the right track. And so if this topic resonated with you today, if anything I talked about felt like, hmm, okay, this is getting me thinking about this idea or wow, I am totally detracted from online courses and memberships altogether. Like however you are thinking about it is awesome and wonderful. And I would love to hear about it. So shoot me a DM over on Instagram at the voice And if you are interested in going deeper into this, you've listened to these last couple of episodes and you were like, yes, I'm freaking doing it. I am ready. Definitely want to join us inside of the Voicepreneur program. This is really the place to be if you ever want to make money in any other way beyond private lessons. Now, you don't have to want to build out an online course or a membership to join the Voicepreneur program. You could do something really small. It could be an ebook. It could be warm-up tracks. It could be nothing. Maybe you just have no idea, but you're just interested and want to learn how to do business and marketing in this way online. That's awesome too. It really is open for anybody who is willing to get innovative and is willing to think outside of the box. We are getting outside the box, my friend. We don't have to be doing this one-on-one thing for the rest of our lives. (laughs) Trust me, you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. It can be a lot easier. So if that resonates with you, come and join us. And we would love to have you a part of our community. As always, I am truly, deeply appreciative that you've decided to spend your time with me. Truly, like it is just such an honor to be able to connect with you in this way. And if this podcast has resonated with you, if you have enjoyed listening to any of the episodes, be sure to rate and review it on iTunes. It really, really helps. And it is helpful to know that it is appreciated by you as well. All right, my love, I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and I look forward to catching you in the next episode.